You're listening to The Run Home with Beav and Sam. Thanks to MG4 Electric, high performance, range excellent from 46,990 plus ORC, performance retailed with MG4 Electric. Now it's time to keep that focus on the staggering performances we've seen from the Rugby World Cup with our Brandt Rugby World Cup expert. Brandt, your local John Deere equipment supplier. We're bringing in a, uh, one of the favourites here on SENZ and Jamie Wall. Uh, Jamie, man, what a weekend. Put you right on the spot. Which quarterfinal was better? Jeepers, mate, I, I don't know if I can answer that question. Um, I'm still... Mm coming down from what I saw yesterday and then the one this morning was just something else and uh, I think we've been really spoiled because the other the other two games were just as good on their own. I mean, I remember watching the Wales-Argentina game and mm. thinking, man, if, uh, if the All Blacks and Irish can sort of be half as good as this, we're in for a bit hell of a, hell of a map, match. And they went and absolutely put on one of the best games I've ever seen. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think I needed a couple more years to be able to answer that question probably. Yeah, for me, the last the, the last phases, well, the collection of phases from uh, both uh, those two amazing quarterfinals being All Blacks Ireland and France versus South Africa, the difference that that three-point buffer made to me was monstrous. The the All Blacks, through those 37 phases, which, by the way, this, babe, you'll know this with the, your travel over there, uh, that's in French, um, those French phases, and when you convert it back to New Zealand, that's 70 phases uh, by the time you... <laughs> You face all that. But knowing that they needed to try gave them that ability to go, we can hold strong here, make them do it. And they just looked unfazed, if you pardon the pun, throughout that from the All Blacks. Whereas there was, it felt so chaotic and anything could happen on the knife edge in, uh, in the South Africa versus uh, France game. Yeah. It's just my stuff. Yeah, now, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie as far as comparing those two um, those two games as well, yeah, the the hosts as well, the the pressure on uh, the the favourites, if you like, from the uh, the northern northern hemisphere. Did you feel any of that favouritism weighing on them? Uh, I feel like yeah, well, it definitely did. Um, it definitely got to Ireland, I think, because I think they found themselves in a bit of a hole that they couldn't really dig themselves out of in that match uh, in that quarter. Uh, and, and once they kind of fell behind, like, yeah, they did mount a decent comfort. They never actually led that game at all, and they couldn't quite get over it. And you could kind of tell the looks on the All Blacks' faces that it kind of, they kind of had one of those, yeah, we've got this kind of moment. Like, you know, we, we're back. And you weren't expecting to run into this sort of All Black side today, you know, the, the one that would kick the shit out of you 10 years ago sort of, sort of deal. And the fact that they managed to go through the end of that and like you said, you know, just the All Blacks were able to just sort of bend, 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 but they never broke. You know, they could have gone all the way back to their own line, really, and then get 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 Jordy Barrett to hold them up over the line before that, um, uh, like he did in, in the second half there. So you know, it, it did it did feel like the All Blacks kind of were always going to win that game. But the one this morning, I mean, they were just going punch and counter punch like that. They, they just could end up um, anywhere, especially considering that the France really had the rub of the green. Uh, at the start of that second half, which is usually you know the really crucial part of a test match. Jamie, when you look at a couple of the teams that have now lost, and uh, I guess surprisingly so, where, where to for some of them now? I mean, obviously, Ireland's going to look a whole lot different, and uh, the French, you'd think, will just continue on their merry way and still be a very good team, but uh, certainly, certainly Wales and Ireland might be a bit of an end of an era for a, a fair few of them. 
Well, I mean, I guess my first reaction to that question is who cares? Um, because, you know, they can go home and have some, have some beers and watch the rugby like the rest of us. Uh, I think that Ireland's perhaps window of opportunity is closing. You know, like they're, they're losing Sexton, who's such an integral part of their setup. Um, how they can possibly replace him is, you know, it's, it's a real, really tough ask. They don't have the sort of production line that New Zealand has in terms of pr- producing quality first fives. Um, but in terms of, I, I think the future is a little bit brighter for Wales. You know, like Gatlin's clearly kind of got his head around, back around, you know, getting the most out of the group that he has, which is why he's been such a successful coach up there. And I can see them kind of improving. They've got some good young players as well. They're on a bit more of an upward, upward curve. Um, and yeah, like France, like I don't really see their team changing that much. But again, it is France. You know, like they're, They've, the rugby federation could come in and just completely sack everybody and change the entire team before we, um, before the whole next six nations. But I don't think Gaultier is going anywhere. Um, it, even though you know this is a really shock result for them. You know they would have been they had everything stacked in their favour to win a, in a win a World Cup. You know this is yet another failure uh, on in the biggest stage um, for the for French rugby. So there, there may be a pretty decent period of introspection for them. The game's been played at a, at a great level over the last uh, 48 hours, but of course um, there will always be some uh, spotlights on the referees, and New Zealand's Ben O'Keefe uh, has uh, copped some from uh, Anton Dupont. Let's listen to what was said. It's hard to talk about things because there's a lot of disappointment, a lot of frustration, but uh, there are probably images we'll see that will get, make us even more frustrated. There are a few clear things that should have been blown, but which where the whistle wasn't blown, but we could have had a penalty at a crucial moment. Uh, these are easy things to blow up for, but I don't want to uh, be a bad loser uh, and moan about the refereeing but I'm not sure the refereeing was up to the level of what was at stake today. I'm going to give it to Anton Dupont as well. That's pretty, you know, his, his English, where was, no, it's obviously through a <laughs> yeah. um, just taking the piss. But uh, didn't want to be a uh, whinger, but here, here he was uh, bringing up the refereeing performance after that uh, fine test match. Your, your thoughts on that, Jamie? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously I'll kind of give him the benefit of the doubt because, it, you know, that's it, not him talking. That's a translator who's doing his best to kind of get across what he'd just been saying. Um, and having talked to people that have had to have to do this for a job, it's really hard to do. Um, but it very much did sound like you said, like, oh, hey, I don't want to whinge about the ref, but here I am whinging about the ref. Uh, I, I didn't see much wrong with Ben O'Keefe's um, performance. Um, I think there is a... The biggest moment that he, he made a call, or he didn't make a call, was Eben Etzebeth's uh, knockdown of that, that pass, which in real time looked... You know, pretty suspect, and and you could sort of make a case. Well, gee, but that, that would have been a penalty try and a yellow card, and that might have changed everything because it would have got France off to a two-score lead. Um, but on watching it again, I'm like, I think he got that right, you know. And then for the rest of the uh, the breakdown, um, he was consistently kind of letting the game flow, and I think he really contributed to what was a very very watchable game. And I think I have to say, I think Wayne Barnes did exactly the same thing. Uh, in the All Blacks and Island game as well, you know he's a he's a guy who's been around for a long, long time. Uh, but you got to give that guy credit. Like uh, you know, he played his part in what was, you know, both both those guys played their parts in what were really, really epic test matches. Yeah, well, both uh, Irish fans and All Black fans were whinging at Wayne Barnes. So you know it's a balanced performance. Um, if, that, <laughs> if that's the case, now uh, there's one unbeaten team left in this tournament. 
and that is um, that is England. Is there a world where England can win this whole thing and get? Like, don't forget, these guys have pulled themselves out of an Eddie Jones era, <laughs> and they're now uh, one game away from the World Cup finals. Are they? Are they any shot whatsoever? I think they're definitely a shot. Uh, I don't think they at all deserve it. Um, I, I think that they've benefited immensely from the draw. Uh, and they've also benefited immensely from coming right at the first time. You know, they've managed to figure out all the deficiencies and also, uh, you know, uh, figure out what they're good at on the fly uh, leading into this tournament. And it just goes to show that you can have an absolute horrible run of results leading into World Cup and then completely turn around. I mean, Wales kind of did the same thing as well. Uh, but England have very much gone back to their core identity, which is to, you know, kick it a lot, play it in the forwards, which is, you know, it's no no massive criticism. It's what they're good at. And it is reaping rewards for them. But again, like I said, they have they have benefited greatly from the way that this World Cup was put together. And, yeah, I mean, I can I could see them winning next week. I mean, this was, it feels like it was four years ago when they, when they went to semi-final against the All Blacks. And I don't think many people really gave them much of a shot in that. And, and look what happened there. Um, and also that the Springboks, the Springboks are also, you know, as, as good as they played this morning and as good as they have been playing uh, in this tournament, they are capable of being very up and down, you know, week to week. So I think this going to be a really fascinating game. Looking forward to the weekend already. Jamie Wall, always grateful for your time. Look forward to talking again soon, mate. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Cheers, that is our Brandt Rugby World Cup expert. Brandt are experts themselves in agriculture, covering your equipment, parts and service needs to help you succeed in your field. I whisper things the city sings them back to you.